Hoffaday, and welcome to episode 17 of the Take Note podcast. My name is Chris Harper. We discuss a theme or topic from the Word of God between songs every weekday from 5 to 6 p.m. live on Take Note, the radio program. The podcast version features a 10-minute recap of one of our favorite episodes from the previous week, minus the music. It's perfect for new listeners or those who may have missed a portion of the program. We click publish every Wednesday and Friday at 6 p.m. Chamorro Standard Time. Today, we ask you to take note of Luke chapter 9, verses 57 through 62. Do we have a desire to follow Jesus? And have we made this known to him and to others? Well, if so, have we considered what that will mean? Well, today we discuss the account of a man who expressed this desire and examined the response of Jesus. They have a lot to teach us. An expression of intention to follow is not necessarily the same as a decision to follow. Do we know? Does the man in this passage know what following Jesus means? Well, Jesus provides key details that will help anyone who intends to follow him. I will follow on today's Take Note podcast. Luke chapter 9, verse 57. And it came to pass that, as they went in the way, a certain man said unto him, Lord, I will follow thee whithersoever thou goest. Well, this is a declaration of intent, and it's a good intent. Most of us have good intentions. We're often loaded with good intentions, in fact. But men are also often reminded by wise people, of an intention's limitations. This one is not just an expression of intent to follow, but an expression of intent to follow wherever Jesus goes. What are the potential ramifications of committing to follow someone anywhere? Of course, they could lead us into danger, or hardship, or pain, or poverty. They could lead us to places we never had any intention of going places we deeply dislike, places we have no willingness to stay. We know from elsewhere in Scripture that following Jesus means, among other things, denial of self, walking a narrow road, becoming a living sacrifice, taking up our cross, and experiencing certain persecution. Wherever we follow him, it's very unlikely to be comfortable. And Jesus makes this clear in Luke 9:58. And Jesus said unto him, Foxes have holes, and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man hath not where to lay his head. Jesus himself was not in a comfortable situation. He had no home, and those who followed him would need to live like him, perhaps leaving a place of comfort today to be assured of discomfort tomorrow. But living in this way was not inconsistent with that which Jesus had already said, or that which he would reiterate in the future, as he assured his followers their comfort would be otherworldly. It would come from within, as the Comforter, who is the Holy Spirit, would come to us and to abide with us forever, and to equip us with power to live with any degree of discomfort required. Standing upon this firm foundation, with this eternal peace, 
certain of a future in heaven, the home Jesus would prepare for us in the future, we proceed forward. All of this on the basis of faith in him. But trusting him might mean other things, like in Luke 9, 59 and 60. And he said unto another, follow me. But he said, Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. Jesus said unto him, let the dead bury their dead, but go thou and preach the kingdom of God. Well, we may be tempted to quibble with Jesus' response here. If we do, it will show that we've missed the point entirely. Jesus loves us. He loves our families. He knows all things, and he's trustworthy, and he wants what is best for us. And if he says go and preach rather than do anything else, this is the very best decision that we can make, exactly the right decision for us. And so this advice was right for the man he asked to follow. He was not to wait for his father or anyone else to die, but to press forward immediately, instead preaching life. Remember Jesus' words just a few chapters later in Luke 14, 26. If any man come to me and hate not his father and mother and wife and children and brethren and sisters, yea, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. For our devotion to him must be so great that any other devotion in life, by comparison, resembles hate. Well, others apparently had intentions to follow. Verse 61 of Luke 9. And another also said, Lord, I will follow thee. But let me first go bid them farewell, which are at home at my house. And Jesus said unto him, No man, having put his hand to the plow, and looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God. Well, in the perfect knowledge and understanding of our Lord, we see another response. There was no concern about waiting for someone to die. This is a simple farewell. But Jesus brings reality swiftly into view. For he says, if a man has put his hand to the plow in God's service, and he looks back, he's not fit. Self-denying service for Christ. It's not merely adding him to a priority list. No, it's much more. It's the loss of our entire life for his sake. It means full surrender. Our desires are gone. His desires are now our own. Nothing less will ever do. So, do we merely have an intention to follow? Or have we made a final decision to follow, whatever it means for us? Well, those are the questions that are prompted by this passage in Luke chapter 9. You've been listening to the Take Note podcast. My name is Chris Harper. These few minutes together are brought to you by Harvest Ministries and KHMG on Guam. Our website is khmg.org. That's where you can find out more, khmg.org. Every episode, we ask you to take note of a theme or topic from the Word of God. Thanks for listening.